Welcome back to Rated Radio with your hosts, Rayburn Alexander and Shane Windham. Yeah, Shane's here too. Shane, yeah. what's going on in your world? I'm feeling a little sad today. Why? I uh, accidentally forced myself to put shitty music on one of my Spotify playlists. I don't shitty? Se- I don't separate them, so okay. we'll get to that in a moment. More on that later. My God. What's <laughs> going on in your world? Uh, dieting and exercising. 30s coming up fast, and I'm trying to do a better job of taking care of my body, as well as my mind. I should have started a long time ago, though, but hey, better late than never. What's your diet? It's a controversial one, but it is the only one that I've seen results. And it is? It's keto. Keto or paleo. I'm doing the whole low carb or no carb. Right now I'm doing no carb, but it is not going to be something that I live by, but I will, I'm becoming way more aware of what I put into my body. So I've already lost six pounds. First week, six pounds. Can't beat that. So you lost 14 pounds of hair? No, just six. <laughs> just six. Oh, four, oh, of hair or here? You said last episode you lost 20 pounds. Because of my hair. Oh, okay. I didn't actually lose 20 pounds. Oh, okay. No, I was just making a joke from my about my hair. No, I've lost six pounds, so I'm trying to get back to 30 pounds lighter than I was at. So trying well, to hit that goal weight. My only bit of advice is just to throw your own words back at you and be careful what you put in your body. Is that a sex joke, Shane? Roll the intro. me why don't you uh talk about our list yeah i thought it would be fun to do overrated songs and i completely forgot that i throw all of my music on the same playlist for the show's song lists hence me having to put what i would consider shitty music on my otherwise phenomenal list of songs for the show so i'm gonna put it between my legs so it won't go anywhere (laughs) thick thighs thin patient shame uh I'm going to put it between my legs so it won't go anywhere. I'm going to clam clam claw it. I don't know. What was your first pick, (laughs) Braver? My first pick for top 10 overrated songs, and I'm going to give it a little disclaimer. A lot of people are going to hate me after this. That's the theme of the episode, by the way. If you're triggered, get in line. Yeah. It's Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. I get it. This is a fan favorite. But why is this the epitome of Nirvana's legacy? I could answer that, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to let everyone have their opinions today. Yes. Thank you. So I wanted to start off here by going at myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Minerva by the Deftones. I'm really into the Deftones, but I honestly have never understood the appeal of this track. I've been turning to it for years, wondering when I'll get bitten by the Minerva bug. No such luck so far. Rest easy though, Deftones fans, knowing you don't have to come for me. My own wife chastises me plenty over this particular opinion. (laughs) Next on my list is One by U2. There's something I've always found annoying about this song. Not sure what it is, but all I know is it gets way too much airtime. What is it? One by U2. Is it getting better? The funny thing is, is this list 
I know all the words to all of these songs. <laughs> that is the most frustrating thing about this list. So, Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. I'll have a cup of Clapton, please, but hold the cream. <laughs> this shit makes me feel like I'm living in a lonely rust bucket. Not a feeling I'm keen on. It's also the song that everyone first learns to play on guitar that, isn't it that darn, darn, darn? There's that, 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 that. No, that's a deep purple. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's smoke on the water. It is smoke on the water. Yep, I am. But yeah, there's one that. (laughs) Hey. Oh. Next on my list is actually that song's that song's fairly decent. It gets better. It presents not great in the beginning once you've heard it a few times. I think what people have done to it is kind of annoying. Okay. Anyway, next on my list is "Scar Tissue" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know this may sound blasphemous. But some people will probably disown me for this statement. But I do not get the appeal of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I appreciate their talent. I really do. For the most part, they do have a couple winners. But as a whole, I just don't get why some people freak out about them as much as they do. And this one has just got to be one of the worst from them. Well, I feel less bad about what I'm going to say next because I feel like someone has come at me now. So <laughs> that's good. My next pick is Roses by Outkast, something I think Rayburn loves. Another group I'm a massive fan of. And I think what they did with the double disc, which this track comes from, is absolutely brilliant. But this song got old in the blink of an eye, a problem only exacerbated by the fact that it was subsequently released as a single that people would not stop playing. Also, it ain't a rose on the planet that smells like like (laughs) boo-boo. I do like this song, but they have... So many better ones. Also, yes, before anyone says anything, I understand it's an analogy saying that roses smell like shit. Not (laughs) that they literally smell like shit. Yes. Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. I cringe every time I hear this track. And that's coming from a Supernatural fan. And I was annoyed by it long before I was a Supernatural fan. Shane, did you watch any Supernatural? No. I also love this song. (laughs) This was their, their theme song. I just, I've never been a fan of it. And if it's playing on the radio, I will change it every time. Okay. That's surprising considering the vocal harmonization and the, the brighter nature of it. Yeah. No. It seems more you than me, but for some reason, we, we reversed here. Yeah. Are we growing? Oh, I would say we're growing on each other, but I was annoyed by it before this was long a thing and you liked it before this was a thing. So speaking of fears of being disowned, I have them, but... I'm not going to hide who I am, man. Mamma Mia by ABBA. Pretty sure if I wound up on a deserted island and all there was to listen to was this song, I'd just live without music. I accept that a lot of people are obsessed with the group. I just don't get it. Wow. Okay. Is it is it Hot Take Central in here? Is that what's going on? I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm surprised. I mean, that song, I can see how it would be overrated and annoying, but ABBA as a whole? I haven't heard a lot of ABBA. Okay. The singles have always turned me off, so I've never gone very deep. I have yet to hear something from ABBA that I enjoy. Okay. That's all I can say for now. I think that is fair. I will accept that. Despacito by Louis Fonzie, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber. Fuck this song. It did not earn the time on the charts that it got. And so many more better songs got overlooked at this time. Fuck this song. It took me a minute, man. I was over here like jamming out in my head and I had to rewind like, wait, Justin Bieber? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You said Despacito, not El Caballito de Palo. No. I, uh, no. <laughs> no. 
No, Despacito. <laughs> that that lady with her broom. Oh, man. Okay, anyway. You're so stupid. <laughs> I, you went and found the song from that video? That's what she's actually dancing to in the real video. I know. Is it credited or did you find it? I went and found it because oh of that. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, right. Butterfly by Crazy Town. To put it mildly, I'm not a fan of this. The lyrics are okay, but the chorus annoys me to no end. Add in that the main melody was a sample of another group's work, and I feel secure in my distaste for this song. Maybe helps you to know, Rayburn, it was a Red Hot Chili Peppers sample. I'm not a huge fan of the song either, and I think the majority of people are not a fan of this song now. So I think they look back and they're like, that was fucking stupid. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. It's just, oh God, I don't want to say anything mean, but it it's a douchey song. We ended with some agreement here, it's so that's nice. It's a douchey nice. song. So let's talk right. about live. Yeah, let's talk about live. Which is a music group, by the way, not a genre of music yeah. that we keep saying here. <laughs> let's talk about live. What? So before we get started, and I'll go ahead and drive the train for this one, but did you actually know some live? I and, did. And you just didn't realize I it? knew two songs okay. from what we've covered. All yes, right. I did. And I'm guessing that will be talked about. Yes, it will. First album we covered was Throwing Copper from 1994. This was my middle pick. This was my top album. Out of the 14 tracks, I gave eight fives. I gave three fives. My top track was All Over You. My top track was Horse. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am feeling a little surprised here. It's, okay. it's It's nice. My bottom track was Waitress. My bottom track was Iris. To call this album a think piece would be an understatement. It presents a lot like some early Our Lady Peace material, but occasionally offers the vocal venom of Rage Against the Machine. The music is pure mid-90s alternative, but has moments reminiscent of the Cranberries' skill for deeply moving melodies. A bit preachy at times, but mostly amazing. Yeah, I agree with what Shane says. This is the epitome of 90s grunge alternative. Uh, vocals are good when they are the focus. Reminds me a lot of a grunge Chris Isaac. And, yeah. and can sometimes have some gothic undertones in some songs. So I agree with the Our Lady Peace comparison, too. Next up was Secret Samadhi from 1997. This was my top album. This was my middle album. Out of the 12 tracks, I gave nine fives. I gave three fives. My top track was most definitely Turn My Head. Same. And my bottom track was Century. My bottom track was Unsheathed. I think it came close. This album's even more lyrically cerebral than Throwing Copper. And the music clearly aims to be more readily enjoyed by the masses. Great for someone like me, but I think the meaning of most lyrics will be lost on the average listener. More Our Lady Peace vibes here, but I'm also getting Pablo Honey era Radiohead. Phenomenal in most places. I'm going to say it in a dumber way than Shane said <laughs> that their lyrics were cerebral at times. Lyrics are random at times. Okay. That's the dumbed down version for our listeners. It's a continuation of the last album, but slightly more lighthearted and experimental from them. The Distance to Hear from 1999 was our final album, and it was my bottom. It was also my bottom. Out of the 13 tracks, I gave seven fives. I gave three fives. My top track was Run to the Water. Same. And my bottom track was The Distance. My bottom track was The Dolphin Cry. Wow. Yep. Out of all of that, The Dolphin's Cry was your... Yep. Okay. I also hated the name of the song. All right. Did I... you know that one? Was that one of the ones you no. knew? Mm -mm. You didn't know that song? No, I didn't. I knew... You were on planet I... Earth. I alone. For the entirety of your life and you'd never heard no. The Dolphin's Cry. Yes. Yes. I, I, I've never known it. 
No, I did not. Okay. Uh, this disc continues their trend of movement toward a more mainstream sound. Where it isn't rock, it feels almost like easy listening music with Tool-esque meditation-driven lyrics thrown on top. What's good is really damn good, but about half of it doesn't land for me. None of the failed material is bad so much as it is underwhelming. And while some of my favorite songs by Live are on this album, the other albums we covered made for more consistently enjoyable listening experiences. And what I had to say was, new singer? Question mark? No, why do I you know, always go with New singer? I know it's not a new singer, but he just, his approach is different mm. on this album. Kind of bland, and not the good kind of bland. <laughs> Seemed almost Christian rock, rockish, goth. Anyway, Christian influence. Which it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, versus Dragged On, and they do a lot of cool things with the guitar, but vocals ultimately fell short for me. Which is sad, considering the first album we covered, I said that the vocals were good when they are the focus. So I was a little worried about having this group come up, because I, I know I like their hits, and I've experienced greatest hits. The only time I'd sat down with an album was back when The Distance to Here came out. I turned it on, I got about halfway through, and never finished it, which was a mistake, because the majority of great materials towards the end of that album, yeah. you do get fives earlier on, but some of it can really push you away. But this was great. Uh, I wouldn't recommend the greatest hits for this group. I would say hear the albums, most definitely. The music makes me feel... Like I have a lot in common with certain religious people because this is rather religious music, but yeah. it's the sort of religious music that I can appreciate. It's it's humanist. Yeah, It's worried about uh, the planet and the people that are here and now and what we can do to better the world. And that's that's what I enjoy. I think to be most successful in the future, this artist should get super political with their older sound. All right. Because they got a lot of things right whenever they leaned political. I liked it. Which is strange because usually we want to keep politics out of music. Not me. <laughs> I think I think you push people away in your life by talking about politics and religion. Yeah. I love it in music. Okay. I actually love having the discussions. It's just that I know from experience that so many people do not like having those discussions that I make it a point to not have them often. Yeah. Even though that is one of my favorite subjects. Yeah. Or two of my favorite subjects, whatever. The other one being sex. I'm just kidding. No, I meant religion and politics. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling them to get political, not religious, because I disagree. Yeah. Right. And maybe I don't. I don't. They don't go into too much detail here, but maybe we are more on the same page. Okay. All right. I've said that before. I think a lot of religious people would be surprised at how much we have in common. Common. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What I want to say about this artist is although they were more popular in the 90s, uh, they haven't gone anywhere. They're actually really popular in the Netherlands, Belgium, and Australia, and they have been killing it overseas this entire time. They have sold more than 20 million albums worldwide, and they became live and had their first album produced by Jerry Harrison of The Talking Heads. I would believe that. I thought it was interesting, too, and it makes so much sense now. I've heard some of their early singles, too, mm -hmm. and yeah. Other names that they've went by include First Aid, Action Front, Paisley Blues, Club Fungus, and Public Affection. And while live is great, I really would have loved them to keep Club Fungus. That's just me. Something else probably would have been better. I don't know if there was a big winner among what you just named, but live is one of those that's really easy to get lost. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it was picked because it's a common type of search term or something. Or Yeah, but it's too common. 
that's I used to have this trouble with the group Thursday because you could search for Thursday in certain scenarios and not get that group to come up at all. Yeah. Same is true of live. Club fungus, Shane. Club fungus. Club fine. fungus. That doesn't fit this music. No, but it's memorable. Hopefully I haven't given the impression that I agree with every moral argument made by this group. I don't. But it is refreshing to hear such arguments made in a way that feels more humanist than religious in spite of the religious themes worn on their sleeve. Thinkers will likely adore this group. Are we ready to take a break? Break time. All that that political talk has me winded. Political talk, and yet we said absolutely nothing about (laughs) what the actual views were. Maybe I'm winded anyway. Let's Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. By the way, I've noticed recently that you say that you are winded. Are you actually winded at times? Should remember, I be like concerned about you? Remember, I'm. I just want to be breezy. Do you have a song recommendation, <laughs> Rayburn? I do. Uh, it's "Beggin" by Mad Con. Uh, recently, a band called Mainskin has redone this song. Though the younger generation may disagree with me, the original is better. Oh, you didn't know it was a remake? Yeah, I'm that old now. For some reason. Actually, there's a reason. It's because you said Maine, and it had me thinking of like certain rappers. Gucci Maine. Yeah. And there was, for a while there, I got really obsessed with a song called Hoochie Coochie Man. Yes. And then we were playing some game where we had to take pictures of ourselves on the phone and name our characters. Uh-huh. Some PS4 game. And it was like this big blown out picture of my smile. And I called myself Coochie Maine. <laughs> The shit that runs through my head. Anyway, my song recommendation is Paper Trails by Joey Badass. Don't think anyone's still making mid-90s era rap. I beg to differ. Uh, Another recommendation I have is a product. It's Starbucks iced coffee that is now sold in stores. Uh, It saves me in many ways every day when I can find it available because it hasn't been available in forever. That's probably a good thing because there's carbs in that stuff, right? Yeah, so I've been doing, yeah... But I miss it. I miss it. (laughs) My plug is Exportify.net. For some reason, Spotify won't let you download a list of artists and song titles from your own playlists. This website solves that problem by spitting out a perfectly organized spreadsheet of the goods. All you do is log in and download. This is a great way to track things you don't want to forget if, for example, the site starts removing unplayable things from your playlist, etc. It's also a great way to find duplicates in your playlist. I'm a dork, yes, but I thought some listeners would find this tool handy to have considering it's a music show and we recommend yeah. Spotify a lot. Yeah, we do. I'm good. Are you ready to talk? Oh, about- totally I- good, bro. Let's I- talk about... I'm no longer winded, Shane. So... Let's go talk about REM. Yeah, let's do that. Catch your breath. I saw you start dancing there and, and I, I know immediately it was the uh, Beyonce going through your head. Can you keep up? <laughs> oh, I'm really predictable because that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Nailed it. 
Oh, God. We spend too much time with each other. Let's talk about REM, not Beyonce. Yes. Otherwise known as rapid eye movement, mm-hmm. which is REM sleep. It's yes. the deepest form of sleep you can have. Yes. Usually achieved by sleeping between 30 minutes and 90 minutes, which is why if you are taking a nap, take a nap that is under 30 minutes or over 90 minutes. You'll feel refreshed. You really will. As opposed to groggy and like you just came out of a coma if you woke up in the middle of your REM sleep cycle. Okay, that's enough of that. Can we talk about (laughs) R.E.M. the band? (laughs) The first album we covered was Out of Time from 1991. This was my middle pick. This was also my middle pick. Out of the 11 tracks, I gave three fives. I gave two fives. My top track was Losing My Religion. Same. Bottom track was Radio Song. My bottom track was Endgame. I thought a lot about Beck's early days while listening to this disc. It's got that same level of unpredictability from track to track. It shines when sticking to a darker alternative sound. Unfortunately... It also seems keen on injections of that upbeat 70s pop sound I rarely like. And this is definitely no exception. If you want variety, you might dig this more than I did, but I wasn't wowed by most of it. The vocals are unique and shaky vibratos. The guitar plucks quite a bit, light and playful, and has a pretty funky bass at times. Also, on this album, two songs feature Kate Pearson from the B-52s, Shiny Happy People and Me and Honey. She is featured on those songs. And Shiny Happy People, by the way, fairly common pop culture reference. You'll hear other musicians talk about it in their songs, too, mm-hmm. from time to time. Yeah. You hate An- it. Another one of those things. I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. It just doesn't catch me. It's not my favorite by R.E.M. It, it insists upon itself. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Depth. What is this? <laughs> This is new. What a strange place. (laughs) Second album was Automatic for the People from 1992. This was my top album. This was also my top album. Out of the 12 tracks, I gave six fives. I gave five fives. Top track was Night Swimming. Top track will always be Man on the Moon. But I did make a note that I want to call Night Swimming my honorable mention. It was Mm -hmm. right there. But I've always loved... Man on the Moon. Okay. You can always love Man on the Moon and still pick Night Swimming as the top that, track. Because... I don't I don't always add an honorable mention or a second place. <laughs> Night Swimming more than earns that place. I gave Man on the Moon a five. Okay. Well, quit giving me shit and let's move on. There are other great tracks here too, by the way. Yes, there are. Bottom track was the New Orleans instrumental number one. Same. Yeah. It was an instrumental, not an interesting one. Mm-mm. This is a step up from the previous album. The direction is clear, and it really feels like each song is trying to do justice to a specific emotion from a specific moment in time. The melodies sometimes drone on without change for too long, and the lyrics tend to meander, but there's still some serious potential fulfilled here. Getting back to New Orleans instrumental number one, again, I think they were trying to hit the nail on the head for the way they felt at a very specific moment. Mm-hmm. And they may have succeeded in that, but that moment for me would not have been one that I wrote a song about. Yeah. Okay, so you want to play a game? Sure. Okay, I'm going to play a song from this album. Not a song from this album. I'm going to play a snippet from this album. I can't play it in the show. I know, I know. But I want you to tell me what the guitar riff sounds like. Okay, the closest I'm getting is a song called Waiting Around to Die. I think it's actually by Towns Van Zandt. I took it as... It's from Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive. Okay. 
I could, I could see that. I was, when I heard Drive, I was so perplexed by that guitar riff because it reminded me of so many different things. It reminded me of um, Dire Straits. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive. And I just could not pinpoint it. So much so that I called him and I was like, listen to this. Tell me what it is. He couldn't figure it out. And then I thought I was the smartest person alive because I thought it was Bon Jovi's Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I want to say about this album, aside from that, is it almost sounds Scottish-inspired at times, can sometimes sound Southern-influenced, and I hope those don't contradict each other a little bit. Uh, but it's also more of a sullen album overall. Yeah. Again, one of the nice things about this group is if you are looking for something unexpected, it's not like an AFI album. Mm-hmm. They're pretty consistent. Like yeah. the the album has a theme. REM's albums don't seem to have a theme so much as they are focused on trying to write good songs all over the map. Yeah. So you really don't know what you're going to get from track to track. I think Beck Still Lands is the closest comparison for me. You can get some of that from like Moby. Yeah. But this isn't Moby. You yeah. know, it's not even close. I didn't use Beck as a comparison, but yeah, you're right. They don't they don't sound similar. It's it's the uh the eclectic nature of what they're doing. Like their approach? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Last album was Monster from 1994. This was my bottom album. This was also my bottom album. Out of the 12 tracks, I gave one five. I gave one five as well. My top track was Strange Currencies. Same. And my bottom track was King of Comedy. My bottom track was Crush with Eyeliner. Considering the high expectations you're apt to have for an REM experience, if you know them from their radio hits, this thing feels like an absolute lemon. It's as though a jam band from down the street heard distortion was going to be the next big thing and got together to record a demo album. Even the songs my brain wants to remember liking, such as Bang and Blame and What's the Frequency Kenneth, just aren't as good as I hoped they would be. Not terrible marks here, but nothing to write home about either. This reminded me of the Foo Fighters debut. It was better than the Foo Fighters debut, but it's close. That's not a good thing. No. For me, some songs made no sense with no direction or flow. Guitar is more intense and harder rock sound, which is not something that I think they do well. But yeah, this just, it's not bad. It just was not anything special for me. One thing I will say for this album is a lot of people who were into R.E.M., or even into this type of music when this album came out. If you were around in 94, it looks like, from what I can tell, this was considered a classic upon release. People really seemed to love what this brought to the table. Yeah, so uh, some things that I want to say about R.E.M. before we move on. Similar sounding artists for me include the Gin Blossoms, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and the B-52s, obviously, because Kate Pearson was featured in that earlier album. How the music makes me feel is like I'm in a cult, but I'm happy to be there. Like it's not a negative experience yet. <laughs> so. It's like you're watching the, the first quarter of Midsummer. Yes. <laughs> you haven't yes. gotten all the way to the end. A couple of things about them is... That's so fucked up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Midsummer? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, see that, see that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, see that movie. I just recently said it's on par with uh, Requiem for a Dream. Like once you've seen it, you don't really want to see it again. And it has that sort of mind melt, mind fuck. But see the movie. I watched it because you recommended it. Anyway, what I want to say about R.E.M. is they also hate shiny, happy people. Really? Yes. I'm guessing because they had to play it a bunch. Probably. It. I think it's a Flock of Seagulls situation. Like okay. Flock of Seagulls hates Iran. And it's the only thing they ever get asked to play two words not a country i ran i ran (laughs) 
so far away. Uh, out of Time came to be the title simply because they ran out of time to come up with one. So, hey, I don't know why I said hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> they were the last SNL music guest of the 20th century. Uh, surprised a lot of fans by breaking up in 2011, unexpectedly. And they will not be getting back together. And they almost went by a couple of different names. My personal favorite, Cans of Piss. <laughs> okay. Or... Might have worked for the Monster album. Yeah. Or... Um, Negro wives. Okay. I I can see why they didn't use that one. Yeah, might not have might not have reached the levels of success that you did. Yeah. And they ultimately settled on REM after randomly picking it in a dictionary. Hmm. So there you go. The more you know. This music makes me feel like I'm playing a tutorial in a video game. There are times when that is a massive hindrance to my enjoyment of the experience. Okay. Some tutorials are done really, really well. Some games are just so good that the tutorial could be shit and it's mm. still a fun experience. Most tutorials I don't want to play. Okay. <laughs> REM strikes me as a group which feels compelled to release everything they work on, even the B-side material. Plenty of groups I adore do this, but I've got to admit I'm not loving it with this group so far. They seem sold on unpredictability as a winning strategy, and they miss me a lot with that. But still, there are some truly amazing songs that we listen to from this group. But... Oh yeah, Live One. Okay. Uh, R.E.M. One for me. Really? Mm -hmm. Those two albums are good, Shane. Man, I think Automatic for the People was a great album. Automatic for the People was a great album. And... Mm. It Automatic was, for the People did better than any other album that we've covered this week for me. Yeah. All three live albums outshined that one for me. Well, I'm I didn't just, I did disappoint. And our thoughts on REM were pretty consistent. Yeah. Like top, this whole week. Top track sort of things. Yep. Yeah. So I disappointed with it. I guess what we're determining here is if you're looking for the great songs by these artists, go check out our playlist. Yeah. That's where the goods are. Yes. Otherwise, let's get back to some of the uh Hot take disagreement shit here. Yeah, let's piss more people off. I cannot wait. You're pissing me off so far as what you're pissing off. <laughs> it's fine. Well, when I read your list, because... I'm sure you were triggered a little bit. I was bit. like, oh, what? But yeah. I, the shock has worn off a <laughs> exactly. little bit. I don't know what's on your list, so I'm being shocked for the first time. I know. Let's have more of it. Next on my list is Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Bruno has way better contributions. It's good, but you don't need to play it at every wedding reception. Okay, so for the record here, before you tune off, <laughs> I didn't know what she was putting on her <laughs> list, and at least half of this show is comprised of someone who a thousand percent disagrees with what just came out of her mouth. It's good. Mark Ronson may have good songs as well. I wouldn't know. All I know is I love that fucking song. It's good, but have you listened to the whole 24 Karat album in its entirety? I have. There are better contributions from Bruno. There are better contributions after that from Bruno. I'm just saying, they took that song because it was good, and it is good. I'm not saying it's not good, but they ran it into the ground. I think the problem I'm having here is better. I wouldn't say it's better. I'd say it's all great. And I guess the thing about Uptown Funk for me is and I have heard it way more than I wanted to. Even my mom is fucking obsessed with that song. I'm not tired of it. Okay. I don't know what that is. Usually I have I'm to, getting anyway, tired of it. A Horse With No Name by America. 
This isn't a bad song, but goddamn does it come across as dull at times. Every time I hear it start playing, I just want to skip it. A sad truth considering my admiration for a lot of the group's music. Yeah, literally the vibe of it. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is not going to come to any surprise to people that know me. Uh, In the End by Linkin Park. I used to like this song a lot, but it did not age well with me. And I will change it on the radio every time, which sucks because I know every word to the song. I'm still disagreeing. I know. That's fine. fine. (laughs) I want to just kick my keyboard on behind me and start (laughs) just playing the melody just to upset you. (laughs) Here's where I probably lose some listeners. Uh, Rehab by Amy Winehouse. I get that Winehouse was something fairly unique when it came to the sound she was making, but it ain't for me. And nothing cements that more than a song about how you like to do drugs and don't care that your loved ones think it's a problem. In all honesty, I'd rather listen to Friday by Rebecca Black or an entire fucking William Hung album than sit through this song. Me and Mr. Jones and Valerie by her are ten times better. Just saying. Uh, Next on my list. It ain't ain't about the fuck me pumps. That ain't your... No. (laughs) Go ahead. Next on my list is Starships by Nicki Minaj. I do not understand the Minaj appreciation. Her rapping styles, especially here, are arrogant. Like she doesn't really need to try. And why should that warrant my attention? Okay. I don't know. I'm a fan. I will say I haven't done a deep dive. I was obsessed with Pink Friday when it first came out. My sister might have ruined Nicki Minaj for me because at one point that's all she was playing. Nicki Minaj obsessed. Rah, rah, like a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. You a super hoe. You a, you a super hoe. <laughs> Amber by 311. That was my shock. Yeah. Having had an Amber in my life, you'd think I would have positive feelings toward this song. I have a reason to, after all. But I don't have positive feelings toward this song. And it's not bad. It's just overrated. I feel like even if I only heard it once every 10 years or so, I'd still be bored of it about a minute in. When you sent me your list and I got to see your your overrated songs and I saw Amber, I was like, that was one of the songs I used to describe myself on a previous <laughs> list. And I'm like, oh my God, I know what he thought this whole time. It's a clever line. Amber is the color of your energy. That's all I can give okay. this song. Baby Shark by Pink Fong. Just because you have children does not mean it must be played 24-7. So please refrain from playing or singing this track on repeat in public. You know you don't have a choice, right? I'm I'm agreeing with you here. I know. It's catchy. I hate it. You know, and that's why it is a big thing. But there's seriously something about that song is like a drug to kids. I know. I've sung it to Channing, my niece, and, and my nephews. I've... I've sung it. Accidentally play it around a kid once. They remember it. They want to hear it again. They'll seek it out. And there's not much you can do to stop it. I know. This is coming from someone that doesn't have children. They make whole fucking movies with songs rewritten around a baby shark theme now. <sighs> Don't have kids. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What's next on your list? It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. An admission here. I think this song is good fun. Idiotic by any lyrical standard, which made it perfect for the mainstream. Hell, I'm not even annoyed by it like I am with most music like this. But I've seen people talk about this song like it's genuinely good life advice or somehow moving on a level deeper than the surface. And I'm sorry, but grow the hell up. This is one of the stupidest songs ever written. Nothing more. Stop giving it extra credit. I will pay someone 
$20 if they can wrap Shaggy's entire portion to accuracy. $20. $20. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. Because I have not met that person yet. You sound like you're giving someone an appealing offer. $20? I mean, $20 is $20, Like Shane. the random listener. It's like, yeah, let me let me go through the trouble of making a video. She's probably going to share with the rest of the world. If and you make a video, I not only will send you $20, but I will post it on Rated Radio Social. So anyway, next, next and last on my list is, Shane, I'm sorry, Formation by Beyonce. Beehive, please do not come for me, but why? Why is this one of her pinnacle tracks? She is so much more talented than what this track has to offer. And I don't actually know a lot of Beyonce, so that's one of those artists I'm looking forward to hearing because mm -hmm. there is a lot of obsession mm -hmm. around Beyonce. Yeah, she's Pe amazing. People calling her the queen. And yeah, her singles I mostly like a lot, so it, it should be interesting. I don't actually know the song that you just talked about. So You don't know Formation? Nope. Okay. All right, Grandpa. <laughs> I love that I'm grandpa anytime <laughs> I don't know something, even in spite of telling I'm you ignorant when I don't. four or five things that you don't know. I'm ignorant when I don't. It's <sighs> a double-edged sword for both of us, man. Okay, please don't turn the episode off here. Free Bird by Leonard Skinner. All right, later. Very funny, Rayburn. And uh, now we come to the reason why I wanted to cover this list topic to begin with. Let me go ahead and state the obvious. Free Bird is a classic performed by an astoundingly talented group. The track is eclectic and mind-blowing in spots, and I think the live version is technically stellar as well, but here's the thing. It's too long for a classic rock track, and I'm sick to death of hearing it. I may like it more than every other song on this list, but people treat this tune like the holy grail of music. Sorry and shit, but it's overrated. So proud of you, honey. I could not disagree with what you've just said because it seems like every southern white person at any outdoor event is like, free bird! So I get it, but it is a classic. I can't hate on it too much. Yeah, I try yet. to kick the cliches out of my head, you know, but I, and just so that I can like the song more. Yeah. And, you know, Guitar Hero probably played a part in this because we played the shit out of it on Guitar Hero back in the day. It's just like your opinion, man. It is just like my opinion, man. So I want to know this week in particular, you know, I, I rarely ask people to give us much in the way of feedback, but I'm really curious to know of all the things we just talked about, all the songs both of us just talked about, what's the one that they agree with that you either agree or disagree with? Oh. I really want to know this time around right. because I want to know that I'm right and Rayburn is wrong. So if you are of the opposite opinion, we'll see. Go ahead and tell us and, you know, rain on grandpa's parade. Anyway, we're not drawing for next week. Why? We are drawing for next week. Oh, I mean, we are. I'm so <laughs> stupid. We it's are drawing, but we're not. It's normal draw. We are at the end of season five. What happened? Uh, we listened to a bunch of music. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It always seems to go by so fast. And I feel like we say it about every season, but I loved this. <laughs> I really did. I loved a lot of what happened this season. Just happy to be here, man. <laughs> you know, this is like what I love to do for us. So we're going to go ahead and get into... Formation. <laughs> totally. We're going to draw. Well, no, I'm going to let you do it because... Thank you. So here's the deal this time around. I get to touch it. If Timmy T comes out of that jar... We're doing it. We're doing it. Shane. I don't care what it is that comes I out. I want to know it. We're doing it. So five artists, 
for our finale. We're going to do one album from each. Let's see what we get. I'm These are be... artists that we've covered in the past. Yes. I'm Not this season, pissed. but previous seasons. I'm going to be real pissed if it's Timmy T. First artist is Tech 9 Hell yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Second artist is Mystical. Yeah. Okay. We, we've got another. All right. <laughs> oh, Raven, hold on. <laughs> Third artist, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. All right. I'm ah! loving that. Okay. All right. So far, so good. Please, no Timmy T. Come on, Timmy. Where are you at? <laughs> Next artist, Britney Spears. All right. Continuing her trend of showing up in our season yes. finales. And the last artist, fuck yes. I've been waiting for this. Prince. Prince. All right. So we have Tech Nine, Mystical, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Britney Spears, and Prince. Oh, I'm so excited. Well. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to do you a favor here. Uh-huh. Apart from Tech Nine. You're going to let me pick everything else? Yep. Okay. I can handle it. I can handle it. I'll do it. And then we'll be on to season, season six, six, which will be a game changer, to say the least. Yeah. But more on that later. <laughs> All right. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> to tell you more on that later. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Hit up our playlist to hear all the songs we talked about. Get our full ratings, t-shirts, and bonus episodes at teespring.com slash rated radio. Remember, we have a lot of new designs in our store, so feel free to check it out. Guide what we listen to by suggesting new artists for our jam jar. You can even send us voice messages on Facebook for a shot at being on the show. Your support really is what makes or breaks us. So thank you for listening and sharing. And until next time, fill your world with music. Make sure you get plenty of REM sleep. Thank you.